0: Rodeos are competitive equestrian sports that arose out of the working practices of cattle herding in Spain, Mexico, and later Central America, South America, the U.S., Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the Philippines. A rodeo is based on the skills required of the working vaqueros in the charreria, and later cowboys, in what today is the Western U.S., Western Canada, and Northern Mexico – now, it's a sporting event that involves horses and other livestock. And while you might think rodeos are relegated to the, in the United States anyway, to the west and southern parts of the state, uh, country like Texas, uh, in fact, rodeo kind of arose in a place you might not expect. Play the music, Nick.
1: That's right, folks. It's wild. It's western. It's the Manuel Midwestern Rodeo. Come on down, you'll see tie-down roping, you'll see women's barrel racing, you'll see bull riding, and you'll see Joey's favorite, mutton busting. That's where those (laughs) kids get on the back of the sheep and ride them for as long as they can. Come on down, you'll get parked by the star football players from the Manoa varsity football team. You will eat burgers flipped by the Manwal Lions Club. You may even see my papa down there flipping burgers left and right. So come on down, grab a beer, (laughs) grab a dancing partner, (laughs) and have fun at the Manawa Midwestern Rodeo. Cheers, Joe. Cheers. You got to scream into the mic your favorite (laughs) pastime outside of going to the Manawa Rodeo.
0: Midwestern Rodeo. It's wild. It's Western. Listeners might be a little confused. They might be like, wait a second, what the
1: fuck am I (laughs) listening to with that intro? And uh, that's what they say when they're confused. Folks, what we're doing on the
0: show. They're all
1: as vile and potty mouthed as you, Joe. <laughs>
0: well, it, when they're on their own time, you listen to a podcast, you're on your own time. You're doing laundry or something. You might do a little, little vile language you out of your so? mouth. Oh, yeah. The devil
1: creeps in when the you're devil, when the,
0: the idle hands. The devil creeps in in the uh, lint catcher. <laughs> Wait, when? when you empty the lint catcher, you oh, let the devil out. Wow. That's too bad. And that's I'm why you stop st-
1: emptying it. <laughs> yeah, well, I'd start my apartment on fire.
0: I'll talk to my wife. She never empties it. All right, cheers. <laughs>
1: Same with my roommate. Let me tell you. I'm
0: putting him on blast. What Can are you me- drinking, Joe? So I, I should explain the premise, but I will say, you ever open the lint catcher and there's like two inches of lint in yeah. that fucking thing and you know that it's not. And then I'll say to, to Devin, my wife, I'll say, hey, you didn't empty the lint catcher last time uh-huh. we all know you we know you don't empty the lint catcher after you empty before i'll hand up on that mm. i don't i don't i don't take all the laundry <laughs> out and then empty the lint catcher
1: I, I typically do do that that's but. nice
0: that's polite i'm okay if you don't do that i'm fine with sure. before i put the stuff in the dryer i put the uh, empty the lint catcher but y- y- i can tell when you've built it up you're gonna set the goddamn house on fire <laughs>
1: And as the arbiter of class and uh, common courtesy, uh-huh. I will follow your lead on this. Thank you. All right. Now I'll explain the premise of the show. We let in with the whole
0: rodeo gag because what we're doing on the show is something Texas style.
1: Oh. And Texas loves rodeo. It's going to be an eight second episode, folks.
0: <laughs> another thing you can ask my wife about. It's
1: a Texas <laughs> loves...
0: Texas loves... <laughs> Texas loves, Texas loves, yeah, let's clear the air. We're, we forgot about that. I told you the devil got yet. out in the lint catcher. <laughs> Texas loves rodeos. Texas loves beer. Manawa, Wisconsin loves rodeos. Manawa, Wisconsin loves beer. Now we've had, that's a, where we're from. And that's where we're from. Now we've had a lot of beers on this show from Wisconsin. We've done a lot of Midwest mm. stuff. We've done one Texas beer, right? Or two. I think one. Santos.
1: That's the only one that comes to mind. There may be another one in there, but who knows?
0: So. Um, and all of this, kudos to our good friends, listeners of the show, super fans, mm. Adrian and Evan down in in Austin, Texas. Shout out, shout out to them. Thank Great you so city. much. Great Thanks folks. for listening. Yes, if you're down at the pool listening or wherever you said you're listening, <laughs> and everyone else, hi everyone at the pool. Down at the pool, no diving, no diving. Are you sure?
1: Yeah. Uh, well, don't dive at a, at a pool. So public pools are kind of a thing in Austin, right?
0: i think so everybody's a got to them. cool down yeah it's like 115 degrees sure. every day or whatever in
1: august especially i suppose
0: yeah yeah so anyway all that said they brought a bunch of beers from texas so we thought much like a, a good old-fashioned texas barbecue off a hoedown a hoedown we Pop would down we would do, well done on the fly we did it we're back baby <laughs> uh there, we thought we would do three of the beers they brought, compete them. The winner will will decide whether we rank or not rank.
1: Love to compete them. Let's do it. Compete what them. do we? What's our first one? <laughs> compete them
0: against one another. Compete, is that a verb?
1: Well, yeah, it's a to verb. To compete, right? But to say that two things compete, yeah, that that works. I guess you can say that. I. I it's just we're competing. Awkward to them. hear it, in, yeah, we're, that we're doing it to them is is not true. They're competing we against have, one another. Yeah,
0: we're not competing then. Good point. Uh, should we redo that whole thing then?
1: From <laughs> Folks, the top. come on down to the Midwestern
0: Rodeo. All right. So the first one we're trying is Kung Fu Robot IPA. And now I haven't turned the lights on, so I have no clue what <laughs> we this
1: We do being. have the lights on dim here because it's pretty late when we're recording this. It feels very strange in here.
0: Well, can you get up and turn I the lights get on up. for me? Thank you. I'll read about it. It's got a fun um, kind of graphic design. I picked this because I've tried this before, and I thought this one didn't taste very good when I tried it, but uh, we're going to give it another shot here. This is from Fourth Tap Brewing Co-op, and that is based out of- Sounds communist. Certainly certainly something I should have looked up beforehand. I can't even tell you where it's based out of. Somewhere in Texas.
1: Joe doesn't have his readers on. Uh, yeah, I can't. I don't
0: have my cheaters on. I can't tell you. But fourth tap co-op is a Texas beer. Um, middle of the road in terms of IPAs, it uh, with body, hoppiness, and balance. So if yeah. you want to
1: get a look at that can, next. let me get a look at that can. Perhaps snap a picture. Oh, God. Um, God damn it, Rory Blank drew a thing. Okay, that must be the. Um, it's vegan friendly too. Oh, Joe's getting pictures of me. You literally for demanded social. I
0: Snap a picture just now. <laughs> so that's why. No, I
1: really meant I would take a picture. Truly. That's a fun can. Surely it must say on here where it's from, though. Surely. It doesn't, though. Um, I think you're right. Don't call me Shirley. Hey. It's it's somewhere in Texas. It says Austin, Texas right on there. Oh, it does. Okay. (laughs) So this is an Austin beer. Uh, What do you think your first sips? It's not bad. You know, I'm famously not a hophead, Mm -hmm. Uh, but it's not bad. It's not overly hoppy. No. I think it's pretty smooth, but you said you didn't like this beer
0: i think we were trying a bunch of beers the night that i had it uh and this one just like didn't a lot of them stood out because a lot of them were so good and this one is because i think it's designed to be middle of the road it tastes middle of the road there's nothing mm. that stands
1: out with this beer it's not blowing me away that's okay though right are were the other ones you're thinking of they're like good standalones but are they not sessionable at all or the other it... two that are that w- we're competing Maybe the other two that were competing, but also I mean the other beers you tried that night.
0: Ooh, um, I guess I don't know to be honest. Okay, maybe it was a time and a place. Now that I'm having it, it's not bad, but it j- it doesn't stand out. It's not like particularly smooth. Now I'm just gonna get a picture
1: of. Uh, I'm getting our a picture of Joe here. Yeah, we got new merch come in today. I we ordered this like a month ago. You want to explain what we got? <laughs> we got some new pint glasses with the new logo on it. So um it came, I got this big old box delivered to me today. I had no idea what it was. I totally forgot about these. And I was excited. <laughs> I was like, stuff on. maybe mommy and right daddy now. sent me stuff. Aww. A little present for little Nikki. But no, they didn't. No, they did not. <laughs> this was something purchased with our own money. Um And that we will sell at a hell of a profit. <laughs> no, but the what do you think cold we should cans, price pint these? glasses, they're already priced. It's on the website, baby. It's all there. <laughs> Um, go check them out it's got the new logo they're pint glasses they're pint glasses you can put your cold cans in there it's well, classier way put to do the it
0: cans in there yeah but you can put the beer in <laughs> that's there. what
1: i did i set the can in the in the pint glass oh, that chip my teeth you're doing it every wrong time. yeah
0: you're doing it all wrong uh they're very nice i thought you did a good job uh you, you're the one that kind of designed and in and, in and, and built these glasses well, you the, did a great job you pulled it out when, when was we the came.
1: logo yeah that we had the freelancer i know make but and you, stuff.
0: But you put it on the fucking cup, Nick, or the can, cup, uh, glass, and you pulled it out of your bag when we you came in today, and I was like, "Hell, that looked great." It It does on first
1: blush. (laughs) Don't look too deep. On a closer, yeah, examination, like everything in life, not as good as it seems. (laughs) How's this beer going down, Joe? It's going real
0: well. And while you eat that, we have a very special parable. Terrible. We're gonna go kind of quick in this show because we have three beers we're gonna pair against one another or, or uh, compete against one another. And
1: so, um, oh man, we got to come up with something Competable or
0: oh yeah, go ahead, Competable well, or just just, re- just repeat sit a- on
1: that. Repeat. A- just think.
0: Repeat. Think, compete. Think okay, it through. I'll sit on it. Um. So what we have here is a platter of nuts. I mean, I'm gonna say it out loud. Uh, this is a platter from nuts dot com. Uh
1: and I am so mad I hadn't snatched up that URL. You know? <laughs> nuts.com, Talk about a gold mine.
0: Uh my boss at work sent me this shout out uh if you're listening, uh you shouldn't be. Please don't. I will get fired. Um but uh this is a platter from nuts.com family runs since nineteen twenty nine. Wow. So I can think of one problem with that statement. That the, what? The family's been running the website nuts.com since 1929, for well, almost 100 well. years. They've been running-
1: <laughs> Tim Berners-Lee family running nuts.com. 1932. Invented, He yeah. bought the domain nuts.com. com. great-grandfather invented the internet. <laughs> Had to wait until processing power was around to do it. <laughs> I'm going to check out nuts.com. Go to nuts.com. So we have a platter of nuts here. I thought we could at least
0: do – you popped a cashew in your mouth, so let's do cashews with this beer. So Kung Fu, Robot
1: IPA, and a salty cashew. Oh, I mean, yeah, I I won't eat on this one. It's a – I mean, of course, pairable. Like, it's a salty nut paired with a beer that's – and this is, like you said, this is not an exceptional beer, which makes it good for when you're eating salty snacks because it just washes it all down. It's a nice uh, combo. Yeah, it's real nice. Nuts.com, you can get 10% off when you sign up today. With promo code Whole Cans. <laughs> hey, if the CEO of Nuts.com is listening, we're open, baby. <laughs> family We're run. open for business. We're family run too.
0: <laughs> family runs nineteen twenty nine. Uh there's they, no about page. The nuts.com the patriarch or matriarch is listening. Yeah, clue us in, get us a promo code. About us. Pay us. 2K for a promo code. In
1: 1929, on the brink of the Depression, our father and grandfather, Poppy Soul, took a bold step. 22 years old, he had already worked full-time for 10 years to support his family. What? Yet, he was ambitious. That's right, age 12. Heard of it? Heard of hard work, Joe? Yeah. You could have started Nuts.com yourself, (laughs) but you're too lazy. Yet, he was ambitious and wanted to live the American dream and make the lives of everyone around him better. So... Donning his best of suits yeah, so and an what? assured smile on his face, Saul walked away from the bank with a loan to start his own business, the Newark Nut Company. Okay. The rest is history. It's history,
0: yeah. Uh, and then evolved into nuts.com. They snagged a great domain in the early nineties. And now they're relevant with their. Oh yeah, ninety
1: one years later, cousin David and whomever is writing this now run the company. Wow. Wow. Jeffrey. Jeffrey Nutt? Jeffrey, who's third generation, along with his dad Kenny, and his uncle Sandy and the cousin David and the rest of the nuts dot com family. January, uh Jeffrey, uh Kenny. Lenny, Kenny, Sandy. They're all the nuts.com. JeffreyNuts.com is his name. Dot <laughs> um, com was his mother's <laughs> last name, of course. He yeah. decided to take it. I just made
0: it. Nuts and dot com. <laughs> 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 where his the, where the, where the, the, the hyphenated gave it to Jeffrey.
1: It was meant to be. What are we doing? We got to drink this next beer, right? We got
0: to right. speed this thing okay, up. Okay, so this is Kung Fu Panda or whatever. It's fine. It's not gonna win. Kung Fu Robot. Yeah.
1: So yeah, we didn't really talk about what this competing looks like. Are we gonna do it similar We're to competing. our first, <laughs> our first ever post one hundred? Yeah. Where we just did head to head, pick one, rank it or not. Yes, of okay. course. Okay. Uh, you. What do you wanna next do next one? Go with the one that's in your hand. Okay, you were excited about the the tall one, and it's the prettiest can. So, well,
0: we'll do the uglier one. If it's one. the
1: best one, and will survive better as it warms up. Yeah, Joe. You know I'm going to pour for you first. You're such a gentleman, I'm a good friend, you and a gentleman. Don't
0: nut it down the middle, though, you lunatic. <laughs> you.
1: That's on the. That's the prerogative of the can. Ho- the uh, glass it's holder the prerogative
0: Rather. of the hold of the pourer. To say, hey, tilt that glass a little bit. Is this your first beer? Hey, I'm pour?
1: not your father. Okay, here, take this last. Nick, a you
0: poured that like dog shit. You're well, all Mike's, head.
1: We got mics in hand. I we only. Got, I'm working one hand. Wow, well, you should be an expert at that by now. <laughs> all right,
0: let's take a drink. So, now, what are we drinking here, Nick? Set it up. What is this? Your first podcast? This
1: is from Carbach Brewing hold on, hold Company. Hold on, hold on, hold
0: on. Before you set it up. Oh wait, I don't Uh-oh. have. I don't have this connected. I'll just play it in the background here.
1: <laughs> what are you trying to play? That was the wrong it's, one. Oh, Go ahead. <laughs> oh, it's more Manoa. That's right, folks. It's wild. It's Western. It's the Carbach Brewing Company's Hopadilla IPA, brew right there in Houston, Texas. This can says, uh, "How do you say that?" "Sweet, suidado? Is that how you say it? City and Suidado. Sweet Sweetado. He lurks in the shadows, waiting in bold anticipation. He's surprisingly bitter, bitter about something. Legend has it that he feasts on those with fresh hops coursing through their veins. This dry-hopped Texas IPA has a flavor as defiant as the hoppadillo himself. It's packed with the bracing bitterness of hops from around the world that this creature craves. He's coming to get you. You've been warned. Oh, Jesus. Also, yeah, it's pretty intense. Just absolutely nutted the timing. What can I say? The YouTube video I was ended. built for the yeah YouTube video on the Wapaka County tourism boards. Visit Wapaka YouTube, County. Yeah, visit Wapaka County YouTube channel. Check it out. You could be the 164th <laughs> subscriber. Go check it out. I was built to talk over if you're their you're listening, music.
0: you might be the 164th listener of cold cans, too. All right. So let's of all time. This. I didn't
1: listen to anything you said, so. It talked about how the, the hops come from all around, so I would okay. assume that means they're- Pacific Northwest and perhaps Australian or New Zealand. Oh,
0: nice. And this is a,
1: another Austin beer. Hot no, this available. is from Houston. Carbach. Oh, it's a Houston
0: beer. Okay, Carbach. You have some history with Carbach.
1: Yeah. Alyssa um, brought me back a koozie from there. She went there with her family when she was visiting. Very nice. When she was in Houston. Houston. Wow. Her sister lives there. Very cool. Uh, have you been? I've you been have to been to Houston. I've
0: described it as it, if Costco were to make a city, that it would make <laughs> I Houston. I remember
1: you said that. I'm sure that would offend That's a lot of people from
0: Houston, but that bad. was my experience. Um, anyway. Do you want this some stats on this beer? Give me the stats. 6.6%
1: 6. ABV, 65 IBUs, and ale. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the can says. Okay. They ran out of stats, and I ran out of,
0: I like of momentum.
1: The, okay, so I like that. This is like kind of a,
0: a nice more of a maybe amber color like a little bit darker of a color um and i like the first couple of sips way more than i liked the uh kung fu man or whatever
1: yeah i like this one it's kind hmm. of oh it's not i mean i don't taste this might be the new zealand hops talking joe's doing a weird f- face for the photo here i'm doing a bit Um, It might be the New Zealand hops, which we've talked about in uh, other shows about. They might be a little mild. They're less hoppy than Pacific Northwest ones. I like this beer. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, Pacific Northwest, as
0: also we've talked about, really wants to smack you across the face.
1: Smack me. Yeah. Papa. (laughs) It's a...
0: (laughs) The Pacific Northwest does... Yeah, that was. That was a home run it uh it says smack me papa and new zealand does have some refinement they they have a little bit of elegance and taste Mm. they like subtlety america doesn't like subtlety (laughs) certainly joe biden's america won't like (laughs) you think texas is going blue this year i hope to god i am writing 40 letters To eligible voters of Texas, to tell them to vote, not to vote for any particular candidate. Sure, of course. Though you're out of your fucking mind if you don't (laughs) vote for Joe Biden. Um, uh, But I want to send out a bunch. I'm going to send a bunch of letters, just saying go vote. Yeah. In general, just make sure you vote.
1: Yeah. Inspired by you, I signed up to do that thing as well. Oh, really? Nice. Sending them to uh, the great state of Florida. Hell
0: yeah! Another state that could go blue, Uh. and then we're going to be absolutely (laughs)
1: fucked. (laughs) Yeah, I can't I want, imagine having a non-narcissist and uh, I want, corrupt person in the White House. Don't you want to
0: live more like 2020
1: and less like <laughs> 2015,
0: when the when the Obama administration was rounding itself out? 2020 seems like the way to go. I have to put a mask on in order to go to the grocery store or I might oh, die and boy. kill my family. What are we doing? We went down a political route. Maybe you took
1: us there, Joe. I went there hard.
0: It's something to think about a lot. You know, we're doing our bits and our gags. Look at this.
1: This is what we've been doing. We're playing this.
0: <laughs> and For the it... listeners
1: at home, the gunshot comes on when they... <laughs> Throw the title on the 2019 Manuel Rodeo. We'll
0: we'll put the YouTube video on Twitter uh, and Instagram. Can you put YouTube videos on Instagram? Um, I, I haven't figured it out. I don't
1: know how to Instagram. If you're a brand, you can do the like Lincoln bio stuff, which is a little more uh, <laughs>
0: so. We should advanced, put the YouTube we're not video, video of the Manuel Rodeo on our Lincoln bio. What's no. Lincoln bio? Lincoln Abraham Bio's Lincoln. My son.
1: <laughs> Lincoln bio. I was, doing a different,
0: I was trying to do a different joke. I don't know what I was going to do. Hey, what were we talking about? <laughs> um, the What video, were we talking oh, about? Oh, the reason that I went into politics is we're doing a bunch of gags and spills with a lot of real oh, right. shit's happening in the world. And I know a lot of people listen to this for escape, so we won't go too far into that. But yeah. it does seem disingenu- disingenuous. Maybe that would be, be the right word. It's a word that came to my mind. It just seems weird to to just go forth and do our we're
1: doing a good old fashioned Texas hoedown. and Yeah, no, I, I you're right. I mean for what the in a lot of doing? ways in a lot of ways this is an escape for me as well to do this because I feel like every other day I'm sitting there, you know, trolling news sites, trolling Twitter, like reading all this stuff Ditto. and going a little insane. Yeah. Which I think is unhealthy. I, I read this thing today, I think it was on Reddit, somebody said it was like a R slash off my chest thing where someone was just like, I can't care about everything. Yeah. I'm just one person. And it's true, and obviously there are obvious critiques to that. We can log off. We can shut that stuff out. Yep. But to a certain degree, like as a human being, you feel some responsibility to look out for fellow human beings. Yep. And I think part of that is being aware of everything that's going on in the world um, and trying to do something to create the world you want to live in. And awareness is a big part of that, obviously. So it's, it's a weird balance, right? Because I right. think it, it's bad for all of us, of course. It adds so much stress to our lives. If we're actually looking at all that stuff, seeing the next insane thing that ex politician says, whatever, mm-hmm. to drum up controversy. But, like, you kind of have to keep tabs on it. Yeah, but I don't think.
0: I think a lot of us are not in any danger of losing uh, the tabs we've kept on it. I think we could all edge a little further. Take towards a step back. Taking sure. a step back, thinking about things. Even if you're going to think about those issues, if you're going to think about police brutality, and you're going to think about uh, the environment and the 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 health of our world, like the the state of healthcare in our world, and the pandemic we're in, and all that. If you can get away from the headlines and the news and the things that everybody's feeding at you and back up a step and think about it a little more clearly you suddenly realize such obvious things that aren't obvious when you're in the heat of social media like you just your whole mind gets warped and fucking rotten you have this mush brain and you're 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 just like reading headline to headline to headline and suddenly you're you're like qn on and and you're not even like you Does don't really come to mind you
1: that you that you think we can easily forget about when it comes to being distracted by this stuff does like there is there one overarching thing
0: um i i think that we've grown numb i think that humans are so adaptable that yeah. we adapted to the world we're living in not just the tr- that donald trump donald trump is the president of the united states not just that but to 2020 and how fucking i mean genuinely in a generation maybe since world war two the the worst year I can ever think of like we're, 180,000 Americans are dead and we have to wear a mask to go to the grocery store and it, it's just unprecedented tragedy everywhere. And you can just like be, if you're just in the jet stream of fucking social media headlines and tweets and stuff, you can kind of not realize how far we've come down that path. And so it's mm-hmm. nice to kind of get away from that to, Cause you'll think more clearly and, and start uh, like realizing the world we're in and how maybe quickly we could fix it by a couple of uh, uh, changes and and doing things that every individual could do, like voting. I'm going to close my window because my neighbor is woodworking. Yeah, I was was going to ask what that was.
1: (laughs) He's in his wood shop. Oh, okay. He's got a wood shop. I'm going to take him out behind the wood shop, if you know what I mean, because I have no empathy for my neighbor.
0: And what, kill
1: him? (laughs) No, I I mean I, I think that's that's well said well said, Joe. I think everyone could benefit from calming down a little bit, having some empathy. I think, yeah. It's easy to sit back, see everything that's going on, and just start hating the like quote unquote other side yes. when really obviously we're all in this together in that of course we're all living on the same planet and everything, but despite, you know, what a lot of political leaders want to want us to believe that it's a, a zero sum game and, and social media networks. Technology wants divisiveness
0: makes yeah. the media profit. Sure. It makes politicians profit. It makes social media profit. Everybody profits on divisiveness and makes it so intentionally that it's impossible for you as a consumer of it to have any clarity in your mind at all.
1: You're intentionally right. it's all confusion.
0: Yes. Disillusioned, confusion. It's gaslighting. It's everything. Um, Wartime, baby, it's profitable. It's very profitable. So if they ca- if they create a constant state of wartime in the public's minds, you don't even have to go and uh, uh, bomb a Middle Eastern country. You can just uh, you can just sure confuse people enough to to right. get your Tell agenda them passed. they for your guns or something. Yeah, come
1: take never your been guns.
0: True. It's true. The other day, I had an it's... officer come and take clear out uh, every gun from my ba- and I have you know how many guns I have. How many Joe? Besides the two connected to your torso. I swear to God, I promise you, I was gonna flex and do a joke about having okay. two. Well that's pretty easy. I mean it, it was pretty easy, but well done for picking up on it. The whole that whole little tiny setup was for that. And you speak Well you kind of
1: stamped it up. Go ahead. Speak of tiny. <laughs> your guns. My peener? That's no your guns, Joe. All right, let's open this third one.
0: All right. So, hold on. What was your you I don't even know if you ever even gave a
1: Oh, an assessment. On no, hop- I like it. I like it. It's smooth. It like it has some aspects of like maltiness to it. I feel like there's a subtle mm. sweetness there, but maybe that's just the absence of the um more bold hoppiness in the in the first one, hoppiness rather. In the first one, maybe it's just the contrast of that that makes it feel a little sweet. Um but it's definitely smooth. I like it. That's well-put. Hopadilla IPA.
0: I I agree I really I completely agree I have okay. nothing to add. It beats Kung Fu Robot. Kung Fu Robot. Sounds is like you're out adding something.
1: N- no, I'm adding nothing hey, to your you assessment. <laughs> but it, I'm saying Kung Fu Robot is no longer in the competition. <laughs> yes, I think that's fair to say. Right. So now it comes down to Hopadilla IPA Hold on. No, it doesn't. versus Hold on. Shut up. Shut up. Okay, we're doing another thing. There, are they going to play any ads on these? No, okay. That's right, folks. <laughs> We got number three. That's the third one, the triad, if you will. This one is the Electric Jellyfish Hazy IPA. You heard me right. Yeehaw! That's coming to us from Pint House? Yeah. Pint House Pizza. Oh, cool. Brewed and canned by Pint House Pizza in Austin, Texas. That's PintHousePizza.com. Folks, I am not listen to me when i tell you this is a beautiful can we have a skull and crossbones on here with the skull with the letter p on his head drinking a beer and a beautiful flowers boot come get a drink of this ipa
0: almost yeah well done <laughs> okay so electric jellyfish this is made by a pizza company that adrian and evan the aforementioned providers of this beer shout mm-hmm. out it again thank you a and e um, baby they told me that. That's so
1: cool. Tip that glass, won't you, Joe? <laughs> Thank you.
0: I had to tip my glass this time so Nick didn't nut it down the middle. Enough! I've had enough of it. <laughs> Stop pouring. All right, pour for yourself. It is on the
1: the burden of the glass, the glass holder to tip the glass. Why yeah, don't but you fill some dead be, air while I uh, the poorer pour this. Can
0: be Sure. The pourer can be kind and say, hey, fool tip the glass uh what is this your first beer that's the funny thing you say no they can't hear you now because you said i should fill time so nick's over there trying to do a joke nick should give me more his moral compass is off balance until he pours more beer into me okay
1: so you gotta have a moral compass um sure all right so electric jellyfish here we go joe's trying
0: Oh, no, I didn't like that very much. Have you had this
1: beer before? Yes,
0: and I loved it. It smells like um, if you left football equipment in your locker over the weekend.
1: Your your penny. (laughs) Yeah, your peony. (laughs) Your peony is the practice jersey, by the way. For some reason, it was called the peony. Why was it
0: called I that? I don't
1: know. It was they a smelled little like... so bad though. They had the decades <laughs> of sweat baked into them from previous footballers. I know. If you got lucky enough, you
0: put the same peony your grandfather had once put on. <laughs> right. They're like these bright yellow mesh cheap jerseys that fit over right. your that once were jerseys. white. <laughs> yes. They once were white and
1: now are yellow. And and then uh yeah, they just much like my up. jaundiced eyes. Oh, no.
0: And Nick serious. He has a, a disgusting case of jaundice from his COVID laptop. No, nobody's doing that
1: to your jaundice diagnosis. But this smells like jaundice. It smells awful. Do you think it's the beer or is it the combination of all the beers? Because I agree, it doesn't smell good. But is it? We've poured oh, three beers now into the I same see, glass.
0: That's possible. I thought maybe this cold cans glass, I didn't wash it before. <laughs> Started drinking No, you hand-washed it, hand it I, right? I rinsed it a okay, bit. Okay, good. I rinsed it. And if you buy them online, and God knows you're going to get a great price if you go to coldcanspodcast.com slash merch uh, and get yourself a pint glass, mm. um, wash it, please, for
1: the love of God, <laughs> wash the glass. Of course. Who doesn't wash stuff when it arrives I get in excited. their home? I get excited.
0: You get excited? <laughs> when it's a water bottle and it's like, you got to wash the water bottle, I kind of give it a rinse and I'm like, give me that water, baby. <sighs> I love a good fresh well, well, I water mean, bottle. I like the plastic taste. Any sort of taste. rinse is
1: fine.
0: <laughs> I kind of do like the plastic taste. I'm what like, do you oh, mean? It's, it's new, you know?
1: Oh, okay. We talking BPA-free or that OG stuff? BPA-rich. <laughs> uh,
0: and God knows we have BPA-rich water bottles on the way with uh, Cold Can's logo slapped we could on the do side. Some, yeah, we can do some water bottles. $65. <laughs> uh, hey, the, Okay. tough economy. What do you think about the beer, though? This was okay. So I, sh- I should give you a, a fair warning. All of these beers I tried when Adrian and Evan gave them uh, to Devin and I, and I thought this one like blew me away. I was like, "This is one of my favorite okay. beers I've drank in a long time." And now when we're drinking them side by side with one another, Hopadilla really stood out. Mm. This one, this
1: one is more Pacific Northwesty. Punch you in the face. It is. with hops. It's a
0: yeah kind of like a dank smell and flavor yes it's a
1: hazy which is different than the other two we've had Mm -hmm. and so in that way it's inherently got that you know more bold flavor that's what it's going for which is what i don't like as well like personally i don't like it the execution i think is fine i think that's like what a hazy ipa is true um so what what was the first the first time you had it why is it different now like what was the first time i think it was like unique or it was just like a good replication of something you love, yes. In a hazy IPA, the latter. Okay. It was a well-executed hazy IPA,
0: and maybe this is plagued by us doing that good old-fashioned Texas hoedown where we're comparing them against one another. Because I think when I had it the first time, it was I was just out in the afternoon doing my work, and this was the first beer of the day. <laughs> and then I drank the beer. I was
1: just out in the afternoon doing my work, as one does.
0: <laughs> oh, come on. I don't even know what the pads are now. So Nick looks and his finger kind (laughs) of hovers over a couple of colors, and then he just pushes one. Uh, No, okay. It was the first beer I had, and I was like, "Damn, this is refreshing." It's
1: a well. To your you were out in the afternoon doing work, so this was a nice refresher after you were doing work in the afternoon. Working out.
0: Oh, is that what you meant? Is what I meant to say. Oh, okay. I was I was working out, and then you
1: worked out before guests arrived. Or while guests yeah. were here?
0: No, not while, well, yeah. They came and I was like, before I could say hi, I got to <laughs> go get <a> pump in.
1: <laughs> no, but I, I had
0: worked out. It was hot that day and took a shower and mm-hmm. then Devin was like going to, to mm-hmm. pick them up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, come on. We don't need that on the show. She was going to pick them up and then they came back and I was like, I needed a beer. I wanted a beer. Front porch, we cracked one of these beers. I think this is all true, but it might not be. I don't know what
1: I'm talking about. So in theory, that was a warm beer they brought from the airport. I think (laughs) so. And you cracked.
0: And it was really good. Okay. And now I'm having Let that
1: baby warm up. I could heat it up. Put that in the hottest part of your body. Let it heat up. I'm not going to
0: play into that. I think this is still good, but Hopadilla is better in my opinion. This okay. Is, yeah. That's
1: surprising to me because I thought I'd have to battle you out on this one. But I mean, of course, I like Hoppididdle better because it's a little more mild on the hoppiness. Wow, I think so too. I, Not I, to tip my hand, but
0: I, I like the funky stuff. I like the dank stuff, the Pacific Northwest stuff. But I, I, we talked about this on. Um, God damn it! What's the show where, where uh, Josh is on? Uh, Ooh. What did uh, we do? Lagunitas IPA. Lagunitas. Yeah. Uh, when a when in a standard kind of nice, balanced IPA is executed well enough, I think that's better than any sort of hoppy, dank stuff. Hoppy, dank stuff is like like submarine pitchers in the major yeah. leagues. Like, they'll throw you the junk balls, and it's fun to watch, and you're sure. like, this is cool, but, you know, it's not going to beat a Kershaw, fastball, a curveball combo, yeah. you know? And,
1: yes, I would say submarine pitchers are much more uh, uncommon than overly dank IPAs at this point. Good point. Are there any submarine pitchers left? But I I like the analogy. because Where did
0: it, the submarine pitchers come from? I'm I don't thinking, know. I'm liking the analogy. Sure. Yeah. Who was as it? You
1: picked it apart. Who? But,
0: well, of course. <laughs> I think. That, I, I know. Think maybe Who in was like the, the initiator? I think they could throw a spin from an angle such that no batter for a while had any idea what that pitch right. was. So yep. They've never seen. But it before. they figured it out. They could almost throw a riser if you're
1: throwing it. Sure. In a submarine enough. Uh, Which was otherwise only in softball, essentially.
0: Right. But you're basically exclusively a junk ball pitcher. You can't throw it as hard
1: as... A standard pitcher, right? Can throw that's a why you're throwing it submarine because so, you can't throw it as hard.
0: So you're either tactically brought in out of the bullpen to like throw an inning, right, f- uh, with junk ball, shit. right,
1: confuse some guys,
0: or early on, and maybe this was the '90s, '80s. I don't know when the first submarine p- pitchers came, but early on, maybe they were baffling people. And now there's still a couple
1: out there. The Brewers have one. I can't remember what the guy's name is. On the line, we have Buster Olney of ESPN here to break down submarine pitchers. Um,
0: hi called Cans. Folks, I'm Buster Olney here. I'm reporting about... I sound a lot like Kermit the Frog. Yeah, wow. This is kind of the first time I've realized I can do a Kermit the Frog. And that's when I uh, when I tried to do Buster Olney. Anyway, let, here, let me tell you a good fact. No, maybe I'm mixing up Tim Kirchin and Buster Olney in my head. I thought Tim Kirchin did yeah. cool facts. In 1949, when there was an eclipse, uh, we saw six batters hit a home run over a 400-foot fence. We never see anything like it. <laughs> what does Buster Olney sound like? I,
1: I don't know. Yeah, he, you were doing Tim Kirkchen, I think. Thank you. Tim Kirkchen's a good one. Thanks. Um,
0: <laughs> isn't that how he laughs? does he have a crazy laugh? Yeah, yeah.
1: I think he does. Scott Van okay. Pelt always used to have some fun with it. Um,
0: we like having fun on this show. We do.
1: Uh, one thing I will say, ba- um, back on Baseball Talk, I think Josh Hader has a lot in common with submarine pitchers in that it, like, ah. a big part of his effectiveness is uh, hiding the ball. Yeah. Decentral. And that's – yeah, yeah. That's – Everything that submarine pitchers were about, because they—I mean, Josh Hader has the stuff as well, which is why he's as dominant as he is. Yes, the combination. But him hiding the ball, the hair—I still am convinced the long hair confuses people. That yeah. long hair shaking in the wind you know, and in his like delivery there confuses be, them.
0: There should be relief pitchers that like put hair plugs in that are like <laughs> they're like eight feet sure, long, yeah, and they kind of whip them at the batter as they as they contort their body?
1: Sure. It's like and, Willow Smith on the mound.
0: Yeah, and they let the ball come in after the hair. Do you think that do you think baseball would quickly create a rule to outlaw that? <laughs> Otherwise why wouldn't you try it? Why would you throw like literally like an eight like a giant like a bride's veil? <laughs>
1: Like that. sure i think you're right if you get the hair plugs or hair extensions maybe they would outlaw that because it would take a guy so long to grow in actual hair that long but if you were like a solid
0: say high school pitcher that like could maybe brush college but certainly never going to make the major leagues why would somebody say hey look spend <laughs> <laughs> spend the next 15 years growing your hair, growing out. Your hair out yeah until it's to your, like, ankles. <laughs> and then you're going <laughs> to whip that around and then throw the ball behind it.
1: <laughs> well, when it yeah. does take a long time to grow hair that long for what it's worth. But uh, I like sure, the it. Sure, but then you'd be yeah, I think it's League effective. Partner. Sure, yeah. You're raking in whatever, and 700K, whatever the veterans are. Are you required to wear a hat in the major leagues? Oh, good question. You must be, right? I don't know. Part or has just nobody
0: decided they want to do it? They want to go hatless. That's a good question. I guess what you could do as that pitcher is you could kind of just balance the hat on your head, and then every time it falls off, but you're like, look, the hat fell off when I was throwing right, I it. Right, that adds do. to the deception. And then you grab the hat back. And, oh, gimmicky
1: hats, too, that kind of <laughs> Yeah, you grease off. up your skull. Rather than pine tar on the ball, you got a little, little uh, olive oil or cocoa butter on your scalp. <laughs> <laughs> the hat slides off every time.
0: So you have a one-two combo as your setup closer, the one with eight-foot air and then a greased-up ball man, <laughs> greased from head to toe, and his uniform is just flying in 15 different directions on, on every pitch. Oh.
1: That's the way to start we're gonna, a ball club. We're going to make a hell of a managerial <laughs> duo someday. Hey, David Stearns, call me. My DMs
0: (laughs) are open. (laughs) We have ideas, and thus we are already millionaires.
1: (laughs) Let's not go down that route. Future episode, though. Future episode. We're 40 minutes in. Um, So this beer. You don't have to name the timestamp. The listeners are having fun
0: with us, and now they've been brought down just like we are because they know (laughs) they're behind what the sausage is being made. They were eating a nice sausage, and now we're like, yeah, there's toenails and shit that goes into it. Oh, no. (laughs) That's what's in sausage. No, they didn't think that. Sawdust and toenails. They're, they're
1: about done finishing their laundry, and they're like, yeah, I'm about to be done with these cold cans jokers. Yeah, I'm turning it off anyway. Yeah. I can't I'm fold laundry out. this much. No.
0: <laughs> when you fold laundry, do you- Oh, here we go. Do you make distinct piles? So your shirts go in a pile, T-shirts. Of course. Your shorts go in a pile. Do your gym shorts go in a, their own pile? What other shorts? Well, I guess I do own like khaki Shorkies. shorts or whatever. So, your pants going to dedicate. So, here's my piles. Let me go through my Give piles. Give me your piles. <laughs> T shirts. Sure. That I wear out. Oh. Internal T shirts. These are wear around the house T shirts. Different pile. Are you in an internal sh- yes. shirt right now? Okay. Go Boys podcast shirt is an internal shirt. Um, workout shirts. Third pile. Wow. Three different distinct See, piles. those are one
1: and the same to me, internal and workout shirts. One I don't same.
0: want to get my pitties all wet with internal. I want to wear this Doughboy shirt for forever, but sure. i never it Sure, yeah. casually. Sure. Then I got, like, pants I wear out and also pajama pants and athletic shorts. Three separate piles also. Underwear.
1: So, when you this begs the question. When you do laundry, obviously all these are not in the same load, unless they are, and you're a maniac.
0: No, all these so, are in the
1: same load. Oh, they are. I'm washing them all cold on cold. Wow. Wow. And do you have the Tide cold laundry detergent? No, there's such a thing. Get some just as clean on cold water. That's a marketing thing. It's the same <laughs> no thing. Uh,
0: anyway, I'm doing the shirts, the pants, goddammit, and the underwear I don't fold. Do you fold your underwear?
1: Yes. Ugh.
0: I throw them in a pile. The pile goes into the
1: drawer. <laughs> the end. I don't care if it's wrinkly. I mean, yeah, th- that's fair. Fair enough. Shh. Okay, let's get to the hoedown. So enough, enough about laundry. Let's get to the hop down. Oh yeah, hop down. Sorry. <laughs> That's right, folks. We've drank. How count, count them? One, two, three beers. Uh oh. Count them again. That's right, folks. We've had one, two, three beers, and uh, it's time for that final decision. That's right, folks. You heard me. Yeah! You don't have to do that right in the mic, Joe. Come on. Why you think I'm spiking the You didn't know which one was Boo. There you go. <laughs> Alright, keep going. Okay, so we have ruled out Kung Fu Robot IPA. Two Indistinct. Now we got head-to-head from Carlback Brewing Company, the Hopadilla IPA, versus the tall boy. Versus the 12-ounce, this is a tall boy, this is the electric jellyfish. That's right, folks, my DJ sucks, and he cut my music early. Two, three, Two, three, four. <laughs> so electric jellyfish versus the Carback Hopadilla IPA. Right, that's right, partner. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, I'm Brett
0: Carve, partner. Oh, no. And I'm back. I'm back to talk about Olive I Loves. Think, no, I
1: was starting to do Jesse
0: Ventura again. I wish I could remember what Brett Carve sounded like. I'll never go back and listen,
1: but I Why wish not? I could remember. To Wells Banana Beer. No, I don't think I can do that to myself. And I don't want any listeners to do that to themselves either. That's a fun memory though. That was a low light recording. Dead well, of winter. Was. We had but one light on in my yeah.
0: and I was trying to do it was Brett fun. Carve. Brett
1: Carve, yeah. We were doing character stuff. What was he? He was a meat he was a meat salesman. I think he went oh, to meat inventor. Well yeah, he invented the olive loaf. He invented I new met meats. him at a uh auction for a uh, a butcher that was closing down and he right. was auctioning off.
0: This was not bad stuff.
1: <laughs> we don't have to justify it to ourselves or anyone. No, it's it what it was.
0: Does. And Brett Carver be proud of this episode. Of course. I, I can believe it. Um the, I have an answer. Okay. I think we've let our answer go, right? I mean Hapodil is the winner, isn't it?
1: unlike josh hater we have tipped our hands here well done it's Hopadilla. it's the Hopadilla All ipa right. from carback brewing company houston texas yeah
0: well executed it's it's actually it, it also kind of not just beats the other two beers but it splits the difference between the other two beers whereas yeah. like electric jellyfish kind of tried to do too much it's also good if you like hazy IPAs and you're, you know, in Austin or whatever. And you're,
1: That's what I would say. It's like a classic hazy IPA. Yeah, you're gonna which like. Is not what I like, but if someone likes it, they would. Yeah, if, if you're a, haze, a hazy, hazy,
0: ha- hazy head, hazy, hazy. hazy s- Swayze, hazy, if you're a lazy, hazy boy, lazy, hazy, there's something there.
1: If you're a hazy, shwayze, you're (laughs) going to go roundhouse on (laughs) this
0: beer, folks. Pint house. Um, And then Kung Fu was too simple.
1: Roadhouse, that's what I was trying to
0: say. Yeah, that's You're going to
1: go roadhouse on this beer. Oh, because of Patrick Swayze. Patrick Swayze. pretty good Good stuff. Infamously.
0: Um, Kung Fu, too simple, didn't quite move the needle at all. And right in the middle of those two things, with plenty of flavor, but not too much, and also a balanced but much more well-executed balance, is Hopadilla, our Texas Hoedown winner. (laughs)
1: That's (laughs) right, folks you've just been shot in the face by a Hopadilla PA.
0: part of the video of the rodeo is just a fire truck driving down the road
1: I love that yeah that's a big part of the parade yeah it's a big, big I love deal. the rodeo Manuel rodeo yeah it's a big part of my upbringing I do too. every summer
0: but I like the pageantry of the rodeo I liked going to the things surround I liked everything about the rodeo except the rodeo
1: yeah that's fair I I probably went into the actual rodeo where the Steer wrestling and bull riding and stuff was happening like twice in my entire life. And mutton busting, my, of course, mutton busting. Oh, they put kids on sheep. What were it we is doing? Funny. Do you ever do know. mutton busting? I never did. No, the sheep. meaning b- All four legs broke when I got on its back, and then they kicked me out of the program.
0: Oh, just horrendous. Um, yeah, we had to. Yeah,
1: turn it into sausage that year.
0: <laughs> right in the middle of the rodeo grounds, the execution of the sheep, <laughs> the legs that Nick broke. Now, I never even did it. I I, I don't know how you signed up for that, but this is some deep cut stuff. I I, don't Mutton busting, we don't have to get into too many details about.
1: Yeah, mutton busting, if we didn't explain it enough, it's like they tie a rope around the sheep, and then the kid grabs onto the rope and like straddles the back without yeah. a saddle or anything like of course bareback. It's similar to bear yeah similar to bull riding it's bareback, but it's on a sheep and it's a little kid a kid is barebacking a sheep and then and then oftentimes the sheep just runs wild and won't stop yeah and so then the clowns or whatever have to track it down <laughs> so the kid can get off the back sometimes the, the kids kid, fall off right away but sometimes the kids hang on
0: hang out to the neck and the sheep is like gasping for air, <laughs> and it's running across the thing, and the clowns are in a mad pursuit to uh to not, to make sure the kid doesn't break his fucking neck. <laughs> right. Kids have a Dude. bike helmet on from <laughs> right. 1973. Yeah, that's the manual rodeo, folks. <laughs> um, all right, let's slot this thing into the rankings. Oh, yeah.
1: So now we have to decide, does it belong in the rankings? And if so, where? Yes. Now, if I were to want to look at the rankings...
0: Where I'd go is com slash rankings. And... We have our tiers. Hey, what's on that new merch tab, Joe? Hold on. If I go to coldcanspodcast.com slash merch, I can see there's now three <laughs> items. Now, remember, if you order the T-shirt in the koozie, there's no guarantee it'll ever get to you because we're not sure what our inventory actually
1: is. <laughs> there are a ton of koozies for what okay, it's you worth. Can't, there are a lot of koozies. Go there ahead, and might and order be koozies, one shirt left. But order
0: shirts at your own risk. <laughs> we're under no legal obligation to actually <laughs> send you the fucking shirt. Um. The cold cans pint glass, however, uh, $15. That's, you decided unilaterally we're pricing it at $15? Yeah. We that's what it costs. We could have got $20. <laughs> would not have been a fucking problem. 15 is a fair price. We have to sell like 50 of these at $15 just to break even. Well, yeah. This is why we're in crippling debt. Yeah, cold but we're, we're a
1: podcast for the people. No, we're not. We're explicitly. We love not. to go into personal debt. This is make our own merch for some useless podcast that we're never gonna remember. Yes. Vote Trump. <laughs> hey.
0: No, don't vote Trump. Um, please, for the love of God, vote for Joe Biden. All right. Um, do you think this belongs to the top one hundred? Let's just ask that up front.
1: I mean it does. I like we, we've gotten away from the part of the podcast where it's like sentimental value attached to the beers somewhat. Yep. This is the first time I've, and only time I've had this beer, Your yeah, but you have friends some. of the pod did bring it. Friends of the pod brought it. I like that. Also you have a koozie from it, right? I do have a koozie. The koozie I have to is like, it goes on pint glasses. Like it's not for a can. It's like for a pint glass, this so is which why is kind you of think, fun.
0: This is why you think you put the whole can in the pint glass. That's why. Yeah. That's why I drink it out yeah, of the it's pint glass. a mistake though. Um, I think it belongs in the top 100. I think it
1: has some sentimental I value. I think so, too. Of and course. It's, it's tasty. It is. Now, what what region are you looking in, Joe? I am looking in... Oh, boy, it's the big one. That must be the... Oh, no. Unfortunately, I'm looking in the Zen 10.
0: Because um, I wanted to put it by Santo, the other Texas beer we have. But that's too highly ranked. Santo should be brought down a little bit. I'm sorry, Adrian and Evan. Um, I'm looking at wild cards. Sant, No. Yes, not no is correct. This fits firmly in Wild Cards. I have a spot. You don't have a spot because you don't have your I phone. I haven't the rankings.
1: You want me to make a choice? Say yours, and I'll undermine it. Just say your dot, right. and I'll undermine
0: it. I believe it's in Wild Cards, and this is in kind of the 30s, 40s range, Wild Cards as a tier, and I believe this belongs at number 35, and that would mean it is just behind. The three beers that's behind are Coors Light, Kugel's Original, and Shinerbach. And the three beers it's just ahead are Newcastle Brown Ale, Fremont Summer Ale, and Overcast Espresso Stout. Mm. I have no allegiance to the three beers that are behind it, so Newcastle, Fremont Summer Ale, Overcast Agreed. Espresso yeah. Stout. Agreed, yeah. And I, w- I, I, I'd be reluctant to put this
1: ahead of, of Google though. Right. I, no, I love that spot. That's a good spot, just based wow. on you know those six beers around there. You that's didn't tear it perfect. down. Perfect. No, Joe, that was an accurate assessment. That's nice of you. Okay, well, then that's everything we have to say. Um, Wow, thanks. So this Texas Hoedown, um, I think, Hop Down, sorry, I keep forgetting, was... Yeah, you do. We uh, we landed on something that was perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Take us out. That's right, folks. You just listened to it for the fifth time today saddle bronc riding, the, the tie down roping, whatever it is. The boys drank 3 beers in this here podcast and they made it through without uh, <laughs> um uh without insulting each other's manhood. That's right, folks. It's a spirit of Christmas, it's the spirit of America. <laughs> it's the spirit of everything that's good about this country. Drinking beers with friends, enjoying each other's company and eating salty snacks while you talk about all the BS that's going on in the world. That's right, folks. Tonight, I'm wishing you Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, and a happy rodeo.